good and terribly episode 20 let's go baby man like abby that's me man like johnny hello man like tommy back again Mm -hmm. we're jumping right in how are you gentlemen good Good, good, good. This is a big week, big week of football. Yeah, yeah. To look forward to tomorrow. Ooh. Ooh. As I told you, man, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. it's coming home. Boy. I called it. You man laughed at my face. We did laugh Just remember, it's, yeah. it's documented, it's recorded. Facts. And now I'm seeing you man singing it's coming home. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's no zealot like a convert, ladies yes. and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Portugal let the side down, man. I'm not going to lie. Boy, in many ways. I can't, yeah. I can't yes. believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like troll, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I see opportunity. Too I take soon, opportunity Johnny. too soon. Um, yeah, man, they let the side down in the footballing sense as a country. We're gonna get onto it later, but yeah, they got pumped by Germany. And when that happened, I was like, oh, this isn't this it's isn't us. gonna happen for them this year. And Ronaldo was doing bits as usual, but man, like Diogo Jota didn't show up. Bruno Fernandez. Oh, can I just didn't say Bruno Fernandez up. dropped one of the worst subs performances oh, I have ever seen in my life. Mine. But Renato Sanchez, though. Oh, yeah, baller. Where did he come from? Because he Bruv, was dead at one point, yeah, right? No, he, he was, was good. He was waving no, in 2016. Nah. Yeah, he was good and then got very shit. He was at West Brom or something. No, Swansea. Swansea. Swansea something he was kind like of that. injured at the time. The style didn't suit him. He was also like 17 or yeah, 18 or something. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, went away to Lille. Slip into football chat. Yeah, yeah we've got to get, get away from this. <laughs> yeah, let's get out quickly. But yeah. he, was, he went to France. He's been doing bits and now here he is. League champion. Yeah. Hope we sign him. But yeah, man. Tom, you've been good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Been uh, tomorrow's a big day. Obviously, we've got uh, we record on a Friday, so tomorrow's England uh, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also getting together on a kind of a, a secret surprise little stag do for Ooh. a friend of ours. Yes, hey. who's getting married. Hey. Uh, so for, uh, just been some. lining the stomach with uh, the necessary. Pounded yam and jollof. Yes. Don't know, don't know. To ensure that the hangover and the uh, the alcohol consumption can be managed. There mm-hmm. you go, man. Yeah. Johnny, um, how you been? I, as much as I'm enjoying football coming home, I'm really just enjoying any opportunity to sing the back catalogue of Atomic Kitten songs in public. Yeah, I don't like it, man. I'm not going to lie. I don't what? like football's coming home. I don't Are you like serious? It. No, don't like it. Why? Because it's shit. I, mean, I don't know who came up with it. Um, I don't know why it's here. It's coming home. is. You know, they remade Atomic, uh, Kittens, Atomic Kitten Hole again. Thinking nah. back to when we first met. Here we are. I cannot escape and I'll never forget. Yeah, that's the original. Southgate, you're oh. the one. You this still is the turn me on. Dead. Football's coming home again. That's not as good. Yeah, it's not, not, yeah, not as good as Jules Ramey still gleaming. No, no, no. It's not as yeah. good as that shit. Yeah, I disagree. I disagree. But anyway, Three lines on his Yeah, that is a banger. That is a banger. That's, that's the only one. acceptable song. We could actually make him do that for his genuine intro singing if we win. induction thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you do it. You, you sing it on the pod if we win. Well, if we win, though, it should be you man singing because you man bet against it. I said it's coming home day one. Didn't bet against it. Day one. Well, you did. Because I had Portugal no, from your mouth and you strong. said France. No. Well, I, said, I, I said we're going betting out in the quarters. Four. Portugal's not betting against. Yes. It's, yeah, I you think know. It is, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's coming home to such a bad extent you can't buy an England shirt anywhere. Oh, yeah. They were like 150 quid before the tournament. Bro, I've been. I've, I've <laughs> Nike are on a madness. Bro, I've gone into like five different shops. Yeah. One, I went to Sports Directs in St. Paul's. There was only an extra small. I'd have probably bought a small for Bantz, squeezed into it, Smedium and that. 
<laughs> couldn't, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't, couldn't face an extra small. Wouldn't got my head in the hole. Been to at least three other sports directs. Me and me and Max shout out. Both been on the hunt. Two twos. Went to Sports World today after doing my mazzoline that I've been on this afternoon. And uh, I've caught Max and extra large boys because um, not only is he a man child, he's also. You Quite small, so yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have to wear the boys. He's gonna have to wear the boys on. I hear Kevin Hart also wears small. Does he? Similar heights, right? But this is like when things buy when 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 things buy kids shoes. Yeah, they like girls can get away with buying if you're if you're like under five foot four, or whatever. Then yeah. your feet likely f- and then your Air Maxes are like fifty quid. It's proper female privilege. He didn't bite on my little insult. There. Yeah, well, I didn't hear it. it I was good. listening to I myself. Said, you know who else would have wears on smalls? Is Kevin Hart and you guys are similar height, but it's fine. Ah, um, yeah, it's good chat. Uh, um, so yeah, I've also also was going to get my vaccine today, um, and then I got sent to to Islington. Turned up, and they said it's Moderna only, rude boy. And I said, well, obviously where <laughs> not me. Where I'm classic, man's not dealing with Moderna and them things there. So, Moderna's strong, you know. Yeah, Moderna's one of the best vaccines. Yeah, out Yeah, basically I googled it after I threw my wobbly, and it yeah. turns out there's no difference between that between and Pfizer. That and Pfizer, it's the same yeah, thing. same shit. Yeah. It's a bit of an idiot. But anyway, I got sent to Westfield, and as I got to Westfield for the walk-in center for Pfizer. Um, they said um, they, they, they said we don't have the capacity. Mm. Uh, no more. Did they walk-ins. say they don't have the capacity, or you don't have. The capacity? I don't think it matters at this time. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> haven't got my vaccine. My mom's gonna be fucking fuming. Yep. So I need to find a vaccine uh, walk-in center that I can get my get my gold standard Pfizer thing. Mm. They're getting really um, funny with the walk-ins and stuff uh, right now. I'm hearing more and more people not getting them, being turned away, calling up and being told, "Ha ha ha! No, wait eight weeks." Mm. Um, so yeah, man. If you're, I was gonna say the opposite to what you. No, just no, said. no. I'm hearing more and more people getting turned down. So I read turned an article yesterday. Very good. For what? Very good. He was about to answer that seriously as well. Because <laughs> I was like, well, you don't understand, Johnny. There's a lot of demand for the vaccine. <laughs> so what the, the article I read yesterday was about postcode lotteries when it comes to vaccinations. So apparently... By the way, those are my most hated adverts on television. Those Someone's knocking lorries. on the door. Oh, yeah. Somebody's ringing the bell. <laughs> Can somebody explain to me what postcode lottery is and are we'll these weirdos actually winning money? Is yeah, this people real? winning peas. Is this real? Yeah, it's like 20 bag, but Just that a goes a long way lottery. in Batley and Spen. <laughs> very good. Uh, Thank you very, very much. Good Thank you very much. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So I got invited, and I, I, I guess we talked about this yeah, on the yeah, last yeah. pod. So I got invited for my second um, vaccine, like whatever, two weeks ago. And that was a month, mm. essentially, since the first one. So the article I read yesterday was talking about um, talking about basically GPs and walk-in clinics and clinicians, basically, taking executive decisions oh boy. above basically like uh, guidance, above like mm. NHS guidance, yeah? So the guidance says that we should wait, I think, minimum of 12 weeks between mm-hmm. jabs, yeah? But these men are basically taking executive decisions and being like, we know that the manufacturer recommends three weeks yeah uh, four, four to twelve for pfizer is meant to be the guidance between first and second four to twelve again so it comes back down to guidance from whom right That's so NHS, the uk yeah. nhs guidance is 12 weeks right mm-hmm. but guidance from pfizer is that four three or four week mm-hmm. window right other countries are doing it in a four week window as well oh boy so now gps in certain areas are taking these executive decisions while some people like you said rich are being turned away mm-hmm. right so in some ends people are being turned away and in this particular article, it talked about Brent. It talked about um, Brent and, and two other boroughs, basically, where under six, under 17s are being vaccinated right now. Oh, right? So that's it's, there's a massive disparity between Shit. basically which ends you're in. So you're going to get yours tomorrow? Going to walk in. Is it your first? Uh, it will be my first, yeah. Walk, yeah. I'm, going, I'm going old school. I'm going back to the... Uh, the, John Scott, um, the John Scott Medical Center in Haringey. Why are you so late? 
what getting the vaccine yeah uh, well one because i'm a lot younger than you two Relax, uh, relax, relax. They're on, they're relax. on over 18s right now. <laughs> I'm yeah, glad yeah. everyone can hear the double bite. That I got no, there. no, but they're on over 18s. You're, yeah, you're but I'm under 30, back. so I'm obviously... But that came and went time ago. Less you than are, healthy. Have you got some kind of conspiracy theory? No, not really. I'm just not particularly fussed about it. To be honest, tutus, I, 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 I don't know. I have, I've been careful about not getting Rona because I did fucking have... I had awful viral pneumonia in 2019. So I've been careful about not catching it off other people because I've seen this film and it's grim. But about getting the vaccine, like... Yeah, I'll get it at some point, but I've not been super pressed to get it. The reason I'm getting it is so I can go and see my mum for her birthday. Shout out, um, auntie. Nice. And, uh, and my brother out. as well. So, so i got to get it three weeks ahead of going to see them. Otherwise, they just won't see me, basically. I've yet. not taken mine yet. I've not had one. Is it? I'm not even booked I'm in. I'm not in a rush, Why? man. It'll be interesting to understand the psychology behind it. Oh. I mean, yeah, you kind of heard it a little bit last time um, we were here. I am not anti-jab or anti-vax, if you want to call it that. I'm just more anti-government. And I kind of want to see how far they push this. I want to see what the state of affairs are if they really do turn this into a sort of tiered society whereby if you are vaccinated, you are treated and get preferential treatment for things like travel and, and socialising and going to the frigging theatre or whatever. It's much more fundamental than that. Um, no jab, no job. Yeah, I mean, look, again, that's part of seeing how far... Turning um, into China. Yeah. I thought this yeah, was America. Exactly. Uh, seeing how far we as a country take it, employers and how they take it as well. Um, I'm not against it. I'm like Johnny. I've done very well to, to stay away from it. I took very few risks in the last year and a half. And look, I eventually will take it. But at the moment, for reasons you guys know, which I don't need to get into, I have a few reasons why I'm very, very anti this whole thing. And once I get over that little state of rebellion, I mean, I'm, I'll jump into uh, a Bo GP and... Uh, Jab me up, Doc. Basically grow up and get the vaccine. Nah, <laughs> I'm grown. Also, the vaccine thing, I mean, we'll save this for another pod because I guess it's a long introduction. Mm. But the way <laughs> Especially we... Especially when we want to show our solidarity to Britney Spears. Fucking yeah. hell, segue. <laughs> but, Jesus. But, but the way that the, 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 this Indian-made AstraZeneca oh, vaccine is off. being uh, discriminated against Free is banter. Is so the way, the way they, at the beginning they went on like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're saving the world. And now they're like, nah, you can't come anywhere near us with this, <laughs> with this dead off vaccine. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's a crazy. madness. It's anyway, crazy. it's a bit of a throwback going back to John Scott, because the last time I had anything to do with the John Scott Medical Center was like 17, 18. And I had depression at the time and they were very nice. They sent, they used to send this very nice young man who looked like Jeremy Corbyn um, to my house. He was like my therapist or my counselor or whatever. And I forgot he was coming once and I got so high before he turned up. He turned up with like blood, I turned up with blood red eyes. I was like, so feelings cup of tea <laughs> <laughs> and he never came back I think, that oh, was, I, think I, well, I think that was probably why I was depressed I was smoking way too much weed as why, a did, why did you get scared made you more in tune with your feelings yeah. what, as weed? a young adolescent who the fuck is this therapist he, I mean, he wasn't angry about it he what's was very name? nice what's he his name he turned up with his, with his like panniers and his let's blacklist him now no he was a nice dude he was a nice dude right. but it's pretty clear why I was why I was bugging out just smoking fast you've, much you've always been the problem to be fair yeah Look, man, the only way that we can really show solidarity to the one, the only Britney Spears, who you guys know, she's going through it, man. She's Free going Britney. through it. If you don't know, obviously, you guys have seen the documentary. You know that ever since Britney Spears lost her shit, cut her hair, ran after a couple of journos in cars, that things have gone a little bit bad for her in terms mm. of how her money is handled, how her estate is handled and who is in control of it. Basically, she has been unable to control any or make any decisions about her life, her wealth and how things are run in the business that she helped cultivate from her God given talents. Mm -hmm. Now, 
There was a court case which essentially was revisiting whether or not what is called a conservatorship could be overturned to where Britney would be able to own and control her fortunes. Um, unfortunately, the US judge denied Britney Spears' request to remove her father from his role overseeing her estate and conservatorship. Computer um, now. Yep. Um, despite her, you know, her pleas and her claims that she is petrified of her father, she's wanted him removed um, for nearly on almost over a decade. Um, she is unfortunately run out of luck. I'm not sure if this is going to go through appeal. I'm not sure if this is going to be revisited anytime soon. I think, but free up the kid. We are we are in solidarity. Um, and the only way that I think we can really show our solidarity, and the guys didn't know I was going to do this. Oh. We got to sing a song, our favorite Britney oh. Spears song. Oh. Who wants to go first? Oh. Got him. Shit. Got him. Wish I knew the lyrics. This could end terribly is, is, yeah, that's, is, that's, a, is an unpredictable place, mm, baby. It'd be good to know the lyrics to talk shout out, Shout out a particular ex who might be listening to this, who, who says that my theme tune walking around should be toxic. So, na, 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 so for her. You're toxic. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Do you want to lead off? Do you want to lead by example? But one thing that's worth saying is oh. that this she, she isn't out of luck. So when the judge ruled... <laughs> oh, wow. It's yeah, actually her fault. Just saying, <laughs> when the judge ruled on the thing, she said that although like Britney's 23-minute testimony or whatever it was, was very compelling, rah, 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 she can't, she can't um, uh, adjudicate on what she said because a lot of what she said hasn't been like formally submitted okay. as evidence, essentially. Okay. Right. So she was essentially ruling on everything pre-Britney statement, effectively. Okay. Right? Yep. So now it's up to her judge, her lawyers, Britney's lawyers, that is, to, to, to take that 23-minute speech, put it into legal text, and then present it back in front of the judge, who will then re-rule on it, effectively, from my understanding. The following song really spoke to me okay. um, as an adolescent young man growing up and trying to make it in mm. this big, dark world. Right. <clears throat> I'm not a girl do, 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 do. Not yet a woman Hey uh, All I need is time To do something with my mind mm. in between. Free up the kid Britney Spears We love you <laughs> Is that Britney we, song? We love uh, you yeah, That is Britney so. you sure? Who, else, who else was it? Bro, I'm pretty sure that's not Britney Who else is it? What's the chorus of that tune? I just sang it Oh is that the chorus? <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm not a girl not yet a woman. What? Can I just say that if anything comes, learn your Britney, Tommy. If anything Ugh. comes, Sounds yeah, Kelly Clarkson, like, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's racist. But uh, if if any if anything comes of this, I hope that white women learn to stop chasing um, legal structures that have the prefix conservatives, because yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work for people in this country. It's yeah. certainly not worked. Yeah, um, for yeah. her money. He, I mean, he he does it again. Mm, he, he did it again. The what, conservatorship wonderful. is real weird yeah. because it's like usually reserved for old people, right? People who have yep. got Alzheimer's and 100%. like. One hundred percent. So like having it in a case where it's like a young woman, it's actually pretty restrictive. She was in a bad way though. She's looking. She's looking to have a kid, and she can't remove this. You, like this, uh, I don't know what the technical term for the implant is, but I think it's, I think it's a very apt term calling conservatorship because ultimately it's people not involved in the production of wealth um, concentrating it away from those who create it, just as as the Conservative Party do from the good working people of this country. So, so no one else. Fuck the Tories and fuck Britney's dad. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, so no one's going to sing another song. 
I just, I just mumbled sing one. What are the other classics? Obviously, we've got Hit Me Baby one more time. Yeah. We've got Toxic. Yeah. We've got the one Don't that Abby Addy just said. Without your love, I was born to make you happy. Oh, yeah, banger, yeah. banger, banger. Always and forever, you <laughs> and me. That's the way my life should be. Next. Yo, I'm like, <laughs> yo, my pop Brittany was my first crush. Yeah. For real, yeah. Oh, man. I, I think she's age. I, I think she's I remember boys as even well. even after Aguilera came out. It was year five. I remember year five or year six at school, like when some of the boys brought in like, I can't, was it a magazine? I can't remember. <laughs> it's definitely they, a magazine. Did they? It was, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. It was from that hit me, baby, one more time. Oh boy! And I remember like just a bunch of men in the toilets, like, hu- like, like <laughs> gathered around <laughs> looking at this video. Like, Orange was a weird fucking, school, bro. No, it was primary school. <laughs> oh, it's like year five. Have bro. you ever? We're about year five. I mean, when you're year five, it makes sense. Gassed. But have People you ever look to looked back breaks. at that baby one more time video? It's quite problematic these days. It's literally. Yeah, yeah. It's Pete little Fidia. girls in like in tight, tight like, little skirts. Tight skirts. Yeah, it's proper sus. Like, and she was only like what, maybe eighteen when that came out. Bro. It's proper sus. I actually have a clear it's not memory. That sus. It still happens today. Like, what's I the mean, difference between sus. what she just did and what uh, what's the Justin Bieber's original girlfriend called? Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez or or sus. the other one who's oh the Catch Me Outside chick. Catch oh, yeah. Me Outside chick was 14 when she, got when she did Catch fans. Me Outside. Yeah. But now she's on OnlyFans, the day she turned yeah, 18, and she had like 400, 500,000 people Sus. subscribed. Sus. She yeah. made a million dollars in, in the first six hours on OnlyFans. Some sick people out So that there. means people were literally waiting. Waiting for her. Wait. Oh, it, Smaz. Yeah. It also Smaz shows how well. arbitrary timelines are. Like what? Yeah. So she was like 17, 17 364 days versus yeah. 18. Yeah. It justifies these men waiting. Do you yeah, know, it's a bit real. arbitrary. Yeah, it's just fucked like, either way. Dave, you're 35 years old subscribing to girls who are ticking 18. Yeah, it's great. On fans, you're just... You're so sus. then what's the but number? anyway... What's the number? Well, it should be... A di- what, 20? Should, 21? Yeah, this oh, is... This is I mean, like, do you know what I mean? Rabbit girls this 10 years younger than you. This is definition chat. of a rabbit hole. <laughs> let's, let's just end this by saying, free Britney Spears. Free the kid... Britney Spears. Also, free Chioma from Blue Therapy. Yes. Free El Chapo while we're at it. Why yeah. the fuck not, eh? And fuck the Tories. And f- yeah, join a union. Yeah. Um, oh, talking <laughs> about freeing, man. Oh. Cheese! Oh, boy. Where we going? 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 Oh, also, boy. I'll say catch me outside. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We Someone certainly recently bust case when oh, we're talking boy. about freeing, man. You're free. <laughs> yeah. Do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> trigger warning trigger warning this yeah. section may offend you it may offend you major trigger warning this is a mad episode bro. <laughs> um unrepentant that it, should be the name of this episode oh, yeah. man, this unrepentant is so, this is so this is so bad i could not believe my eyes and my ears when the headline came through bill cosby case overturned soon to be free I literally fell off my seat. Sus, I could it? not believe what the fuck I was hearing. I was I, shocked I, it took so long. I checked around me. I was like, am I? Because am I? it's been a mad week for me. Innit? I checked around. I was like, I'm still asleep, aren't I? Um, what did I say? No, no. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll hear it in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just couldn't believe it. And I think Tommy texted the group chat and he said it as well. And I was just like, yo, I just, I just, I just I read this thing. How? I couldn't believe it. Um, but for those who don't know, um, US comedian Bill Cosby left prison this week after his sexual assault conviction was overturned. Beep, 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 pe- beep. This bad chat. No, 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 we're not going to be. No, no. <laughs> nope. The judges said there had been a process violation by fucked, the prosecution. Boy. 
but admitted that this ruling was unusual. Fact. Understand that again. There had been a process violation by the prosecution. Yeah, the process violation was they had promised not to prosecute him. Yeah, after he admitted it. <laughs> after he admitted it. But that's what—that's the whole point of striking a deal. Fuck. Right? Oh, like, it's so Mr. Cosby, 83, served more than two years of a three to 10 year sentence at a state prison near Philadelphia. In 2018, he was found guilty of drugging and molesting ex-basketball player Andrea Constand. Wow. Yeah, it's hella fucked. It's hella fucked. That's the part I was surprised about, by the way. Which he was one? only actually charged for one. I only thought, one. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was charged for a bag of people. So he was obviously, as you all remember, with Harvey Weinstein, one of the biggest names at the forefront of the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. He was brought down by what, you know, as Tommy said, what appeared to be like a fucking myriad of women who was yeah. coming out with cases. But yeah, to Tommy's point, it was only just one. That he was actually ended up being charged with. Yeah. And the, I mean, I wasn't surprised, to be fair. Um, for real yeah 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 because i thought i thought this had happened sooner for multiple reasons right firstly you mentioned he was 83 and they were trying to petition the court on age grounds and illness and all that kind of stuff for i mean you know this this happening in america and he's essentially got unlimited wealth so you know that that rich yeah he's very rich rich. how rich is bill Bill cosby Cosby is Loaded. For all intents and purposes, like if, you've got over, if like you've got more than probably. 100 mil, it's unlimited wealth. Let's put it that way, right? Mm. Yeah, he's probably on Eddie Murphy level. Has yeah, to be. yeah, more like, than Eddie Murphy level. He owned that Bill Cosby yeah, show. And he owned the rights on, to it. And what, oh. yeah, once that's on syndicate. Yeah, yeah. And that was yeah. been syndicated for like yeah, 20 years 100%. or whatever. So he's mm. worth a lot of money. And it, anyway, it doesn't take that much money to throw at a legal problem like this, right? 100%. It takes 10 million, 10, 15, 20 million to be thrown at a problem mm. like this. I'm sure it would solve it, right? So I thought he'd bust case earlier. Um, and this kind of feeds into a, to a, to a larger narrative, I think, when we think about politicians, and I guess we'll touch on Matt Hancock and things like that later down the line, civil servants, um, prosecutor, career attorneys, prosecutors. We think about these people as, 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 as um, oftentimes being highly competent, um, you know, the, the kind of like cream of the crop kind of thing. And ultimately, they're not. Half the time, it's just chances and people that you'll find in any other workplace. So it's not that surprising to me that these kinds of process violations go down in order because they they go they happen in in non high profile cases all the time, right? So to think that these guys aren't making fumbles, whether it's the police not following process, arresting or Mirandizing their people, whether it's in court, whether it's prosecutors. These kinds of process violations and errors happen far too too often. So I'm I'm not that surprised. It's a shame because it'll have knock on effects, I'd say. And that's what we want to talk about. To the larger about. community. And of, that's what we want to talk the about. Me Too movement. Yeah. Where where do women go from here? Power, money, and fame basically means that you're I mean, it's bad enough when the person who is sat on the opposite end of the courtroom isn't powerful, so like this, rich and famous. So like this is the message. Because if you are if you are a victim of sexual assault, rape or whatever, typically the justice system goes into your old WhatsApp messages. They question what you were wearing. They question how inebriated you were on the evening. Was it your fault? Could you have done something different? It's bad enough when you don't have Bill Cosby in all of his power, might, fame and whatever in front of you. Where do women go from here? What the so, fuck? So what is the message that this case and the wider justice system sends? It's something along the lines of like, if you're gonna get raped, hope that it's not a rich dude who does it that's fucking abhorrent people yeah. ask like why there's such- that's the message in life right now by the way just it's not only about rape or whatever that's 
the message of well, if you're gonna get screwed over don't if you're get, gonna get fucked over. don't get fucked by someone richer than you basically yeah which is bleak right yeah, it's just it's fucking awful society that we're it's in. awful it's awful and the people ask like why don't women come forward to report more cases why do women uh, why are women fearful of reporting attackers why do women not discuss it well because they go through court where you've got a guy who's literally admitted on the record to doing it gets off because a previous um, district attorney had struck a deal that they wouldn't prosecute him for having admitted it just super bent. It's supremely bent. But for those of our listeners who may be confused, Bill Cosby did spend a considerable amount of this whole process denying any wrongdoing, though, right? Yeah, but then went into court. He also and came said out that he did denying it. it. He came out saying, "I haven't changed my story." He was unrepentant, right? He came out the day he was released saying, "I haven't changed my story once," right? So I don't know. I'm not sure about the chat you're giving that he admitted to doing it's it. It's on the and record, all that kind of stuff. It's but on the like, record. But he had he had a deal basically saying. Who knows what that deal was? I don't know the, the details of that deal, whether he gave some kind of information in order for him not to be prosecuted. or There's a tit for tat, right? He, they're not just going to give him immunity yeah, sure. from, from prosecution just for joke, right? He's obviously given something over in return for that immunity. So they've, they've taken the decision that whatever that he gave was more important than prosecuti- prosecuting mm. him for this rape case. That's a different issue, right? Yeah. So, and we can go into how you know fucked up or, or warped the thinking might be on that or how big the piece of information or whatever he gave them is. But when it comes to this, like, okay, I don't know if they've overturned the guilty uh, verdict or, or if he's just been essentially... You know, you know when a president pardons you, it's like... I think he's been exonerated. Has he been exonerated? Yeah. Or has it been completely overturned? Yeah. So it's no longer yeah, on the record. Correct. Yeah. Because they also mentioned that there were unnecessary witnesses or something. So there were five extra... So in the first trial, he, uh, the, 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 he didn't get prosecuted because the jury... What's the, what's the technical term? It's a hung jury, basically, yeah. yeah? So he didn't get prosecuted. The second time around, there were five new, like, essentially character-like witnesses that were added to show like a a pattern of abuse basically and those five were basically the main difference between the two trials and the second trial he was um he was found guilty right right? so in this most recent um court ruling by the whatever the supreme court in pennsylvania or wherever fuck it is um they essentially said that those five witnesses were also against procedure because they didn't add anything, they didn't directly witness anything, blah, blah, blah. So th- th- they picked ho- many holes, let's say, not just the fact that he shouldn't have been prosecuted because of the deal. How are you supposed to prove that you've been sexually abused and or raped if you're a woman in 2021? That's the problem. How are you supposed to prove that now? Yeah, I mean, it is entirely, it's a circumstantial legal debate because there's only two of you in the room, unless there are witnesses. But even in this case, there are witnesses and they were just ignored on procedural grounds not on yeah. truth well no one no one accused a witness of lying yeah. <laughs> just it wasn't deemed procedurally important which is just bizarre it comes down to it comes down to character uh, it comes down to the jury comes down to the judge comes down unfortunately it comes down to the quality of legal representation this has long been a bugbear of mine that i've written about in the past but it's just morally fucked that your quality of access to justice is intrinsically linked to your ability to pay for it and yeah. that's absolutely that's, yeah, that's totally unjust it's the same yeah but it's wrong access it's to wrong. healthcare access to ability to go on holiday access. no because it's we have the no there is no because at least in this country i can't speak for america but at least in this country we do have socialized healthcare we have access yeah, but the we have access to healthcare yeah. recourse we don't have access to legal recourse in this country legal aid has been stripped apart and people don't have access to quality representation something i went through personally after yeah. my dad died it's something i know 
a decent amount about um, unfortunately, if you don't have lots of money, you don't get good representation in court. Facts. And it extends um, in all forms of cases. Um, mine was a pretty difficult, fairly difficult probate case. It's even more daunting. It's even more daunting to have to face that fight when the person on the other side of the table is someone who's quite literally raped you. And if you see multiple examples of people like Bill Cosby who get away as a question of resource, not a question of innocence, or a question of morality, but by a question of resource, because his lawyers are good enough to pick a legal hole in the yeah, procedure of the prosecution, then it makes women less likely to be able to go forward. And that's wrong. It's bad for society. Um, what can you do? What can you tell these women? There's, and the thing is that like, there's, they say there's no smoke without fire. There's, there is an entire fucking Australian bushfire over this geezer. Yeah. Cool. The, there the, those are two things are oxymoronic. Significant number of women who've reported the same thing, similar patterns of behavior, similar methods of of executions and awful work, but similar methods of, of doing the deed. All these corroborating stories, all these witness testimonies, and still this guy gets off because wealth. of a legal loophole. Wealth, baby. Yeah. And it's just it's fucked. It's morally fucked. Tommy. Nothing. No, no, I've, I kind of said what I said. Uh, your thing is, I don't agree with a lot of what you said because it's oxymoronic, right? We can't talk about no access to judicial recourse and uh, rape victims in the same breath because those two things aren't related, right? Of course the they person are. who has access to uh, a judicial or to a lawyer, effectively, yeah. is the person who has been accused of rape, right? It's not the victim of the rapist, right? The victim of the rapist has nothing to do with how much legal aid is available. No, but because you need good not... lawyers to force the CPS to bring a case in this country. You need good lawyers to force the CPS to bring a case against. Again, nothing the to defense. do with the victim. Again, so the CPS, the CPS will be will be pressurized or not according to to the propaganda you're telling us. But ultimately, the way the system should work is that police gather evidence. They put the, the evidence together, put a recommendation to the CPS. The CPS reviews the recommendation along with the evidence and decides whether to charge or not. It has nothing to do with lawyers, right? Once they've decided to charge, the person who's been charged needs a lawyer. So when you're talking about legal aid, the person who's been affected in this, in, in this scenario mm -hmm. is the alleged rapist. Because he doesn't have access. No, or, of course, true. that's it's exactly how true. it works. No, because the victim, has, wrong, the victim has nothing to do with a lawyer. The victim I'm, doesn't need a lawyer. It's not true. Because the, the victim needs proper lawyers, good legal representation, in order for the police to properly translate the case. If a girl goes to the police and says a bunch of things that she's struggling to remember or struggling to articulate because... She, so you're arguing that the victim needs a lawyer. Et cetera, et cetera. Of course victims need lawyers. <laughs> of course victims need lawyers. Maybe you could argue that a victim needs an advocate. They don't need a lawyer. Of a victim may do. need an advocate, but your law, your advocate is the police. I've called the police because I've been raped or I've been burgled or I've been mugged or whatever, whatever it may be. I call the police. They investigate. They give it to the CPS. The CPS charges. If you want an advocate to advocate for my position as the person who's been victimized by an alleged crime, then someone could advocate that towards the police and the CPS. But ultimately, if the victim needs lawyers, how many lawyers are there going to be? The victim needs a lawyer. The alleged perpetrator of the crime needs a lawyer. Who else needs a lawyer in, the, in this kind of scenario? Like, then you have CPS. They're lawyers. I mean, the victim side needs legal representation, like I said, because they translate the victim's argument to the police, to the CPS, so that the victim's case can be presented so the in a cogent excuse so that the, the CPS take the case up. But your argument makes no sense because every time, every time there is a murder inquiry, every time there is a significant rape case that ends up at the Old Bailey or at the High Court, et cetera, et cetera, you always see the defense's legal side. And then when there's a positive outcome, 
You see the victim's family lawyers come out because they have lawyers that represent their position. Women who are raped don't just turn up to a police station and go, fucking hell, this happened, it was a hard time, and it was it was really, really difficult, et cetera, et cetera, because they know that the police don't take it seriously, and there are legal loopholes that have to be put through in order so that the prosecution doesn't make shitty mistakes like the one that was prosecuting so Bill Cosby. Is argument, it's rubbish. Is your argument rape specific, specific or all crime? Like all crime, the victim needs a lawyer. Victim Victims need lawyers in all cases of crime. Boy, definitely don't agree with that. Yeah, I'm, I can't lie, that's, that's a debate I didn't actually expect to come out of this. It's not really a debate. V- victims, the, 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 victims do need representation, right? No, because the victim's lawyer in court, where do they stand? Nowhere. They're because you have the CPS. You have the CPS, which is the prosecutor. We're talking about have, UK, right? Yeah, in okay. any country. In any country, the victim doesn't. The victim's lawyers do not stand or represent the victim anywhere in court. You have the prosecutor. In the states, there's there's you have the prosecutor, the victims, which is right? yeah. represents the state basically. But in the states, it's different because yeah. they do have so hold on, defendants I, and the. No, no, so let me ask one question quickly. So please. you have defendants, right? They're the people who are being prosecuted, who prosecute of a crime, right? So you've been allegedly prosecuted, like charged with battery or assault or whatever, right? So you have a lawyer. Right. The CPS in this country with Crown Prosecution Service or in America, the attorney general or the state or whatever will represent the people, will represent the state, will represent me and you. Right. So in this whole scenario and then there's a judge and a jury. So in this whole scenario, I get the advocacy that Johnny's talking about. Right. If you want to advocate the case or whatever, using specific knowledge that you have of that particular part of of the legal uh, code cool you can advocate but to universally say that all victims need lawyers for me it doesn't make sense because then wh- what does the police and the cps do like if the lawyer is gathering evidence or if i'm talking to the lawyer that's that's the only this is thing a really really long-winded way of tommy saying he is happy that bill cosby is free for hot boy summer basically Basically, just say that. Just Johnny's say that. already uh, Johnny's already extended him the invite. No, but he can't. He's black. He's too black. Well, to there was a big conversation yeah. about Bill whether Cosby, Bill Cosby's black. Bill, Co- you've oh, forgotten boy. that no, huge conversation. That whole thing. Sorry, yeah. sorry, there was what? a huge conversation. You lot, tried to, give, you lot tried to hand him over to us, which is pretty I mean, mad. I mean, like, show us who you're, tra- you're willing to trade, and we'll. Well, he, we, we, uh, we that, but could we take? He handed in a transfer request. He did. Who would, who would we take? You can have yeah. Jimmy Savile, like shit. What? What? He, what? he wore big glasses. Is that the trade? He's equally <laughs> sus. Is like, that the trade? That's the trade. You no, can have no, Jimmy no, Savile no, 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 for. Who's Bill Cosby. the guy that went to Thailand? The guitarist uh, Gary Glitter. Yeah. No, 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 you can no, have no. Gary Glitter. These are awful trades. Bill Cosby. Well, like these are like awful almost. trades for my people. To be fair, actually, actually, <laughs> Gary Glitter was an alleged pedophile. No, we're not oh, doing that. Let's move on. So okay, so thoughts are with the families and the women who unfortunately had to ride through this verdict being overturned, um, what can I say? It, it, it promises to be an ever-increasingly difficult time as we as we try to hold some of these monsters accountable. It's bleak. It's, it's, it's very, very, very upsetting. And ultimately, I don't, I don't see it changing anytime soon. So all we can do is just send our love and our prayers. I, I, I don't really have any answers for how we can prove these things are happening, especially when the people that these, that these victims are going against are... Are, are hugely rich and popular, um, but hopefully some brave judicial system somewhere in the world starts setting precedents that other countries can follow because right now it's, it's royally fucked. Um, meanwhile, in Whitehall, is that where the motherfuckers are? Mm, Westminster. Oh boy, yes. In, in, in a very well-lit, 
heavy surveilled mm. yes. office, a door shuts. Yes. Quite abruptly. Boy, quickly. And then eyewitnesses statements say that all you heard from inside the room were she floating like a butterfly. Oh my days. I probably don't need that man's image. Baby girl. <laughs> and then all we saw was a video. Oh boy. Of man like Matthew Hancock. Bandicocky. Mm. Playing away from home. She's in a sauce. Big way. The Department of Sexual Health. Breaking COVID lockdown measures that he put into place. Asshole. No less. Caressing the bunda. Yes. Trying to find some bunda from that straight-backed lady. <laughs> he 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 almost got there, buddy. I, I, I actually I admired the effort. A for effort trying to find Can that we, bunda. Uh, RT. RT. <laughs> RT. Wait, wait, wait. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listeners, you I mean you've been living under a fucking rock. You have to know. Because this happened last week, but we had to cover it. Matthew Hancock, health secretary, secretary of state, was caught playing away from his family, his wife, his university sweetheart, um, with another university mate who he happened to give a very, very wishy-washy job mm -hmm. at the expense of the taxpayers. Wait a minute, did he go uni with his wife? Yeah. yeah. So that means his wife and the sitting they don't know each other. Yeah, I think the family's been jamming, bruv. Oh. You know how it goes I on that side that. of the, Yeah, you know, you know, you know how the other half this lives. It's all swingers parties and cash, isn't it? Like. This week's relationship segment has actually been submitted by a former health secretary. We're gonna <laughs> get into it later. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, where do we even start with this? Much of much of the furore has happened. He's obviously lost his job, he stepped down. I mean, He'll where do we back, want to man. attack this? Do we want to attack? And I'm, glad, and I'm glad Johnny said that, right? This He'll motherfucker is going to be back in about 12 months and 100%. he'll probably be like transport secretary or education secretary. Or, or if we are consistent as British people, he'll probably be the future PM. Let's be fucking realistic, he'll right? He'll be the minister for grabbing the bunda. He'll be the minister for grabbing the bunda and then they'll speak about, oh, his groundbreaking vaccination rollout program. And that'll probably be enough for him to get uh, Boris's place when Boris decides to fuck off, make more babies and sell books. Basically, um, which is not far away. But where do we want to attack this? Do we do we want to talk about another another fucking overachieving white man who's got a fucking god complex? Or where, where do we where do we go? Where do we start with this? Can I just say that, uh, that there's there's a thing on um, on Hinge and dating apps where people say that they're afraid to out themselves as conservatives on these platforms in mm. case it makes people less likely want to match with them. What I have to say to this is Matt Hancock is arguably the biggest. <laughs> profile one of the biggest profile conservatives and he's smashing he's got two guys yeah yeah he's got two and Boris. He's why got did he look me in the go. eye when he said that? And Boris. Boris got... has been moving reckless for yeah, years yeah, 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 yeah. you man can't find one that's right so... matt hancock two for two two for two so man like chucks that's that's, that's all we know about as well yes bruh man like chucks Hancock's out here bro man like chucks and all these other little tory boys and tory girls <laughs> who complain Chugs, about being that, persecuted. Isn't Chugs a guy from, uh, from Love, Love Island. Island? Yeah, yeah. I like oh, the cross yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Crossover king. Right. Um, man like Chugs and all you other little weirdo Tories who say that you're not, you're not drawing things because you're, you'll put conservative in your profile. No, it's because you're dead food. Um, get to grips. Secondly... Bro, bro, Chugs is going to leave you on the floor. Chugs. Like when Chug starts ch ch starts linking half the things in there, you're gonna be this whole take is gonna be a bad one. Bruv, Chug's hairline is further back than the vaccine rollout program, fam. I'm not scared of this brother. Oh, He's a right, waste man. Right. Secondly, it, Matt Hancock, two twos, two twos, 
punching well above his weight. Yo, Gina Cole D'Angelo looks fire. Yeah, punching well Agreed. above his weight. Yeah, and which furthers the point that it's not the fact that you're a conservative that you're not getting action. Them shits look alright. It's your just like. dead food in it. I'm a little bit offended that he cheated on a ginger though because. Ginger women, yeah, are, we know, are we, the, are yeah, the best amongst us. Ginger stand podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ginger stand, so, he's completely fucked it in many ways. Yeah, yeah. Eddie uh, stands um, with all marginalized communities. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> gingers, ginger, we just <laughs> ha- <laughs> hashtag gingers have souls. Oh, he stays marginalizing. <laughs> uh, thirdly, thirdly, I do think it is outrageous. I think it's outrageous. However, that um, obviously some of us. Well, all of us were self-isolating and staying at home, quarantining. So certain man, me, got pinged off by the NHS app. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, had to had to self-lock off mm. for days, cancel mm. hinge dates. And these times, man like Pandekaki's got two on the go at the same time. Pandekaki. So, uh, yeah. I Even mean, the queen was like, Matthew, you little shit. You dirty little scumbag. He's you full little. of beans. He's full of beans. Well, it turns out he's just spraying beans, spraying beans in pods all over Westminster. You get a bean. You, you get, get a bean. bean. You get a bean. You get a bean. It's pretty mad. We shouldn't be judging him on what he does in his personal Yeah, life. to be honest. And that's yeah, important. No, hold on. No, 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 honest, so, I don't think... So I'm you sorry. had your take. So like, so what I would... To, to Johnny. To Johnny. Sassy. Yeah. But like... Uh, Cisco off, What man. I will say, yeah. What I will say is I was mad impressed. That, that Hancock was moving like this at the beginning. Oh, okay. Until I realised that they went uni together. Yeah. And all the all the all the respect that he had so instantly gathered, yeah, instantly disappeared. Yeah. Because that means he's been working on this for 15, 20 bro, years. Bro, so this ain't no church. I can't be this the only is one. Long game. I can't be the only one. I can't <laughs> oh, be the only one fuck. who, whenever I see like mismatched couples walking down the street, the first thing that comes to my mind is that must have been a uni thing. Oh, oh, do you think that? Is I that can't what, be the only that, one who thinks that. Is that the first is thing that comes into your mind? I can't. Oh. Like, well, sometimes when I see like mismatches and then I hear the backstory, I'm like, yeah, of course that was born in university. And you probably went to some fucking rural university where it was literally mm. you two and some sheep. Of what course if, it was going to happen. What if Matt is just I've got one in mind, slinging. but I think you guys know who they are. You might so. have bought low, bought low, sold high. I think you know them both. Oh, is okay. It? I could say it and then I'll probably have to edit yeah, it. Yeah, just beep them out. Oh, God. <laughs> Born out of university. Born out of university, and you know the thing. You yeah, know the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole intimate true, backstory. That's pretty much oh, yeah? chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My we're bad not, if I've offended anybody. No, yeah. no, no. Well, you're going to bleep it out so they won't know anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is mad chat. That is very accurate, but it's definitely very <laughs> mad chat. But the whole point that I want to make is that this isn't about their personal life. This motherfucker um, paid, paid the sighting. Little 15 bag a year, 15 we days workout, public that. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then whilst he's telling us to not go out and whatever, he's got his hands. Drummond's breaking social guidelines in public office in a public building that we own motherfucker we own we've that all building. thought about it though wasting all, time working thought. on our dime but we've all thought about it why it's are you wrong. always holier than thou this guy <laughs> spending 15 hours in the office yo, working anyone, hard yo. for the rollout of your vaccine can't you get some love every now and again because I got John Blaze <laughs> shit jo- Johnny's gonna be the one if this podcast blows Johnny's gonna be the one who has the most dirt like he's gonna be the most whoa. holier than thou and then girls are just gonna be like he did yeah, this yeah I can't wait he whoa. did this I can't wait whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't wait yeah yeah that's the dirt because it's Don't like throw it's like, stones from a glass house yeah. baby oh, no. but I wouldn't melt the way Shabbat, you do this to me <laughs> you de- degrade my image your integrity and your character. Yes. But you make but you make a good point, Tommy, which we've stepped on for the last two minutes. Nobody really gave a fuck about the affair. Do what you're doing, right? It's more about what Johnny just said right now. The the contempt with which us as the general public are treated. 
Correct. by this government time and time again. And the worst part about it was less than 24 hours later, Boris was like, I consider this matter closed. Yeah, like, chat. Like, he was like, what are we living in? obviously paying. There's like, there's he can <laughs> keep his job. Oh he can days. keep it. That's how Boris thinks. Bor- no, Boris is like, if like, you're going to fire him for this, then yeah. boy, yeah, I am banging out of a job firm. That's it. <laughs> you're telling me that if she wasn't as attractive as she was, Boris would have kept him in his job. Nah, Boris, Boris is Boris fickle knows, like that. Boris, Boris is... knows where the dirt is. And there's a lot of dirt living in his frigging house. So, yeah, there's he no ain't... dirt in his house. His house is spotless. <laughs> what Cummings, Cummings is exposing all the dirt already. Yeah, he's cleaned be, it all up. He's put fair. it in a little bag and he's taken it with him. But even Dominic isn't going to reveal everything because he'll be incriminated too. There's all yeah. overlapping fuckery. That we... they, they can't bring the whole tower down. House of cards. One thing we... that's interesting is that I'll be intrigued to see what people make of Sajid Javed in I, this I role. I give you right? my first observation Should I tell you why? Because he is much Roundest more... Roundest head I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Carry on. He, he's, much more, uh, he's much more bullish on reopening yes. than, uh, than Matt Hancock he was, right? So man like Matt was quite bearish. He, uh, he was quite pro-lockdown, apparently cabinet meetings and things. He was the one advocating a position of taking it slowly and so forth and so mm. forth. Whereas... Obviously, Dominic Cummings has painted a picture of to no, us yeah. of, of Boris like a man Yo, who doesn't Tommy, care. Tommy, with all due respect, I don't want to talk about any of that shit. What positions were Matt and Gina doing nah, 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 when nah, the nah, camera nah, switched nah, off? Nah. What do you think is Matt Hancock's go-to? Mm, well, we've seen I the go-to. Know. We've seen the we've seen the start of the go-to. <laughs> he starts with the bum. Yes, the the caress. Right. So and that's instantly answer question. And then he does is a little he, dance. Is he an arsehole tits, man? Yes, we know the yeah. answer. Yeah. We've answered that one. Check, yeah. check. But what's his go-to? He looks like a missionary. He's man. a missionary He's man. He's a missionary Come man. Come on, bro. Yes. He hasn't got the hairline for anything else. Yeah. Like, sort of awkward eye contact. Oh, <laughs> He's yeah. a Mona. Yeah. He's a Mona. <laughs> awkward eye contact. Yeah. And, you know, look, I don't want to be too controversial, but ladies, if there's ever proof when us men say, damn, all it takes is a little bit of power and you guys are fuck anyone. No, that's my chat. But what I do want to say is, I said in the last episode. Am I not allowed to say that? No, oh, I said shit. in the last episode. Probably isn't that, isn't it? Uh, I said in the last episode. It's that, Matt Hancock. I said in the last episode that having uh, that marrying the mistress merely opens a vacancy, mm. and I think that Gina, who also cheated on her man with three kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the um, and he's like half well, of Oliver bonus. What you man don't yeah. understand. So this is a genuine Gina's love gonna story. Get her thing. You guys Gina's getting no more Oliver Boners. <laughs> She's getting no more Oliver Boners. Where's she getting Matt Pondicocky, so... You guys have misunderstood. She really thought this through. She yeah. went from Boners to Cocky. Played a blinder. <laughs> oh, amazing. This is great. This is, a, this is a true love story. I'm really glad for them. They've obviously had this, <laughs> had this deep lying love since uni. <laughs> Times of, you know... Chat. Life, you know, life is like a roller coaster. You don't know which direction it's going to take you in. It took him in a direction... Of getting married to another uni friend with three kids, <laughs> she linked Mr. Oliver Bonas or whatever, and uh, and now somehow, you know, love always wins, guys. I, I did like the way that that my man like packed her into yes. the car. What a gentleman! Calmly. Well, she spun that around now. Now yeah. she's saying that she dipped. She was like, yeah, but she's literally a PR woman. Forever. That is her job. She's a Mad. PR expert. She didn't even like stay at the premiere inn for a few days. She just went straight. To their little no, love I, nest somewhere in I have to Hancock's say, I have to say, I have to say. By like, love nest, you mean Casa Amor. Yes. <laughs> I have to say, though, like, <laughs> having, having, like, having your partner cheat on you is fucking grim. 
at the worst, yeah. at best of worst of times, it's fucking dead. Having your partner cheat on you with Matt Hancock. It's wild, bro. On national TV. On, nas- on, on every, that's fucking bleak. Like, that's, if she started, if, if my missus cheated on me with Matt Hancock, yeah, and then started being like, I left him, da da oh. RT, I'd hire PR for it. I'd be like, do you know and what? PR, I'm, Hitman. Similar. No, 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 no. I'd be like, bruv, I'm getting it. Similar to... I, 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 can't, I actually couldn't fuck her anymore because I'm gay. So, boom, you can do your... T- I, no, that's an LD. Similar, similar wear, to Bill Cosby. She, too, was unrepentant. Yes. <laughs> Very yes. good. Very good. Yes. Um, good luck to you both. Um, Awful luck to you both. You nah, miserable love you fucking scumbags. <laughs> fuck the Tories. Um, we are fuck gonna Tyabs. See, yeah, we're going to see... That's not necessary. Um, <laughs> we are going to see Matty... Hancocky in another role very, very soon. Oh, Sit yeah. tight. He will be back crying on Good Morning Britain. Weird <laughs> um, <laughs> little geezer, bro. Yeah. Standing too close he might to not, the you interviews. Know. I think you guys are overestimating him. Yeah. Because they were also talking about hanging him around, keeping him around as a as a full guy for he's, for the COVID but stuff. But he's still right? MP of East Suffolk yeah, or something yeah. like but that. Safe as shit. When the, yeah. when the uh, inquiry, the inquiry or the inquiry to uh, the COVID fiasco, whatever mm-hmm. comes and goes, his name will be sullied. The brand yeah, of Hancock. Of he's, oh, yeah, he's getting yeah, chucked he's under a so, uh, If that's the case, then the likelihood of him coming back to a top cabinet job is, is slim, right? Oh, you think I he's going to get thrown under a bus? I, I mean, think once that inquest comes and goes, he's yeah. going to be thrown under a bus. This is the bulletproof Tories we're talking about, yeah, bro. 100%. The Tory party is bulletproof. Bro, this, he's this, an individual, though. This taught us everything about the state of national apathy we are at, bro. Until he decided to quit, when Boris Johnson said this is closed, everyone just cracked on with the memes and cracked on with their life. Yeah. That was it. That's where we are. It was only because Matt realized that his position was irreversible and now the seriousness of the vaccination program and where we are at is going to be completely undermined by him staying around. Did he take a sensible decision that none of his other peers have done? But why do you we, think we, we were decision? this close to this just being... It was, it was, uh, I'm asking, we why do you fucking, think he took that scary. decision? Yeah, they could have just written it out, to be fair. And it, they could have. In a week and a half, they would have forgotten they had that. They, they, quite they, strange. They, yeah, they, they were 50, out. 60% through writing out. Yeah. So something must have happened, right? And that something was the elongation of that new, or elongating of the, of the news cycle with the release of those images, right? Yeah. Because they were 50, 60, maybe even 70% of the way through writing it out. And then those pics came out. There's the video. Yeah. And the pic came. The, the, the pics, story broke with the picture. Yeah, the that video story, came out basically. Two days later, yeah. It just meant of riding it out for another week. And Boris had already had given him his support. Mm. So it's interesting that he decided to call it quits. I don't know what kind of pressure he received because it wasn't yeah. pressure from Boris. Well, yeah. Boris didn't back. sack him. He yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So well, I don't know where it came. He took, he, he, took credit, he took credit for him leaving though, didn't he, Boris? He tried um, to. Yeah. He tried. Waste, man. And, you know, I, I think I want to finish on, look, this is an example of somebody who works in government or is close to the government, who if you see him in the street, you should be running up on him and giving him a little clap in the face. Chris Witte, ladies and gentlemen, however, is not the person you By need clap, to be running spud, up on. By the way. You, huh? By clap, you mean spud. No, Just I mean, give him a actually, quick spud. Yeah, if you want to you you go up and give a man like Chris Witte a spud, it's completely acceptable. He might not know what to do with the I spud, then it? But... Your waste, man. <laughs> I'm not spudding. <laughs> Anyone, I'm spudding him in the jaw. I'm spudding him nicely. Called Matt Hancock. I'm no like, way. don't lie. But in you, all seriousness, how did you secure the bag like? But this? in all seriousness, <laughs> leave Chris Witty the fuck alone. Leave man. Witty like, alone. Like, what the hell are we doing? Like, I know these guys have come out and have since apologized, but it's not the first time. I don't even think it's the second time. This is the only guy who has kept it 100 through the whole of this madness Fact. we have been through. He Fact. has been ridiculed. He's been ignored by the decisions that have come after his guidance. Like, 
This guy is calm. He walks everywhere. He just wants to be left alone to get his lunchtime bagel without fucking with the likes of you. So please, I beg, allow Orgakris to just get his pret at lunch. He's also he's also Westminster's original sex icon. Pandemic we're sex icon. We're not doing icon. this again. So no, no, no. We're not doing this again. Leave him alone. We have a new sex icon in the government and his name is Matthew Hancock. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> We're not doing that. Oh, fuck. That's so depressing. That's another one for WBS. What? He's bringing a plus one, bro. What I'll are you leave. talking about? I'll leave. Johnny Bebas, Chet Hanks, yep. Jeff Bezos, yep. Bill Gates. Yeah. Well, no, Matt no, we cancelled Bill. We cancelled Bill. No, did you? Yeah, because he's Jeffrey Epstein's sass. Oh yeah, cool. So Matt Hancock replaces him. No. Uh, you said you wanted Bill Cosby. No. Yes. Okay. Boris right, no, Boris look, man, is on look. the maybe list at the moment. Like, Boris can come because he's a certified gallist. Yeah, exactly. Mm. He is a gallist. <laughs> Boris bringing all the hoes. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you guys feel about um, see this little thing that came out? You're right. Excuse me. You're right, mate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you guys see this thing that came out on on Windrush Day, which was uh, June the twenty second? Some MPs on the conservative dominated. Commons Education Committee. Mm-hmm. We're looking into why poor white children underperform compared with other disadvantaged groups. Funny thing for them to be focusing on. And they rejected the government's view that poverty is solely to blame. Mm. Um, this report claimed that there is an industry mm. that has emerged to support disadvantaged non-white pupils. Ah. But at the same time, this is not available to white pupils themselves ah. on things like free school meals um, who underperform at every level of the education system from early years through to higher education. They then went on to say that terms such as white privilege, which is, as you guys know, white people benefiting from particular advantages in society, may have been one of the main reasons for systemic neglect of white disadvantaged communities. They Mm -hmm. accused the government of muddled thinking and sweeping the problem under the carpet. Mm. (sighs) Wow. What's your take on this, Abiyadi? When I was poor, young, working class, and my parents came over uh, from Nigeria in the early 80s, I was surrounded by poor white people. I was surrounded by poor Asian people. I was surrounded by... Poor African people. We were all united um, in our understanding, acknowledgement, and constant reminder that the government didn't give a fuck about any of us. Mm. That wasn't on racial lines. To speak about or to think about the UK isn't necessarily to talk about just a race problem. Class, the class system here is is completely fucked, and it always has been. And there is intersectionality there. There's overlapping there. But ultimately, many of the success stories you hear, especially with regards to like, you know, this, I guess this fact, which I think is now backed by statistics that like Asian, African, and to some extent Caribbean families excel in education and so on and so forth. That's got very little to do with anything that the government has laid out, very little to do with any red carpets that have come our way or any additional benefits. It's purely because in many of these countries, we have absolutely nothing else to rely upon except education. So that is embedded in us from early. There is literally 
no choice. So for them to turn around and basically say that there has been an industry um, that has supported people like me at the expense of Danny Driscoll, who I went to school with, or whoever it may be, who, who lived in Campbell as well, who had the same sort of struggles as I did, is pretty fucking frustrating. For them to then go further and say that white privilege, the idea that white people do benefit from certain privileges that I do not when I walk into a room, when I walk into a shopping mall, when I'm trying to apply for that job, when I'm trying to date someone's daughter, whatever it may be. For them to say that this is part of the reason why my fellow white counterparts aren't achieving or not doing anything is so offensive <laughs> and so insane in its in its timing as well. I need to stress, this came out on Windrush Day. So they were actually supposed to be commemorating- the Coincidental timing. Yeah, the people who came over to help build or rebuild post-war Britain. Um, the timing was was interesting for me and it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. You've, you've cut down Shore Start, you've closed down libraries, you've closed down youth centers and all of this stuff that's come, we've got absolute evidence. It's all in black and white decades, generations of cuts. And now you're trying to cause essentially what is a race slash culture war yeah. amongst everything below the middle class, mainly the working class, of course. Tommy, it pissed me off, as you could probably tell. Yeah. I've got two main points to make. The first one is that it puts pay to this culture war shite about black culture, specifically in the music space, grime, drill music being a contributing factor to underperformance of black communities um, in social mobility, specifically in education, if all these supposedly um, racially, culturally inferior Africans and Caribbeans are listening to music that still makes their kids better at school um, than poor white kids. Mm. Uh, it, it's not an argument that holds much water um, any longer and this report basically contradicts all the culture war shite that the Daily Mail have been putting out about rappers mm -hmm. and footballers mm -hmm. for the last 10 to 15 years but more pertinently I think it takes some fucking gumption for rich white MPs mm -hmm. who voted for a white prime minister to slash the funding and availability of school meals of to everything. poor white children throughout holiday times, only to be saved by the campaign of a young black footballer. Yep. Uh, that gumption is not lost. That audacity is not lost. At the same time, not only is do you campaign- report? Was this a government report? Yeah, this is the Education yeah. Committee. Yeah. Oh, so it's not a government report. It's an educa the edu the it's education. It's the Education Committee, committee which is the yeah, Conservative yeah. Controlled yeah. Education Committee, right? Uh, yeah. Not necessarily. I don't it, know who the, the Education Committee is, is, the, the is, is Conservative Controlled. Um, again, so the points, two points I want to say, it, it puts pay to the fact, it puts pay to the point that grime and all these other supposedly black cultures uh, are to do with black kids being violent and socially immobile if black kids are still supposedly advantaged in the education system. It also puts into scope um, the audacity of these MPs um, voting to make white kids hungrier mm. and then seemingly blaming black people, even though it was a young black man. By the, name of Mark, by the name of Marcus Rashford, who came through to actually ensure that the white kids in their own constituencies were fed a hot meal um, over Easter. But this is all 
classic conservative, classic right wing culture war shtick. This we is got, we this got, is this is solid nationalist, solid uh, right wing propaganda that rather than addressing the the root cause of these structural inequalities, i.e. as we, Tommy and I have argued numerous times over housing and knife crime are poverty, um, rather uh, des- decides to create an enemy or an other from without that being communities of color. And so the, the, the point that these people want to make isn't that white kids are poor because they're poor, it's that white kids are poor because black kids and brown kids have more things available to them than white kids do, which is even more bizarre in a country where seemingly seemingly people argue that there is an overrepresentation of black people on TV when 83% of the population is white. Yeah. So in a country where 83% of the population is white, why are white kids still poorer yeah. when you control As I believers said, of power? They said an industry has emerged to support disadvantage, uh, not white people's. But anyway, I don't know. Um, I like that the, the, the committee... Um, discounted the fact that it's that poverty is the only factor um i think when you're talking about things like this there's not only there's never one explanation and usually for public consumption we like to boil things down to nice easy um sound bites sound bites yeah nice easy explanations so yeah yeah it's poverty or yeah yeah and it's going to be like you said Rich, earlier when you were explaining your own um, experiences, it's going to be a variety of things. It's going to be culture. It's going to be poverty. It's going to be, um, you know, backgrounds and all that kind of thing. I think um, I have a slightly different take on this. Goldie. I haven't read this report, so I have no idea exactly what it says. I read the article. I kind of skim read the article based around this. But I think um, you've seen this groundswell over the last 20, 25 years of a kind of poorer working class kind of white community who has felt underrepresented, not represented mm-hmm. when it comes to a kind of political level, like when it comes to a kind of a Westminster elite or, mm-hmm. or whatever you may have, right? Or they've just been used as political pawns. Well, they haven't even been used, right? They just haven't been spoken to. They haven't been spoken to. They haven't been spoken about. They yeah, but they end up getting spoken to by the people who then decide to fuck them over the well, most. They get, no, they get ignored for 10 years and then get told they're being ignored by people in power, even yeah. though they've been and ignored by the people in power and then for 10 years vote for those they people, are in power. And then they <laughs> vote for those people mental. and continue to be ignored. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a zero-sum yeah. game. No, it's not the government. It's, it's not the government. A... It's not the government. It's actually the black people. Mm. But again, I don't think that's what this report said, right? So I think um, when it comes to this topic, these this segment of the population, the working-class whites, mm-hmm. yeah, are relatively underrepresented because their needs, whatever they may be from a political perspective, aren't being spoken to. Um, and that's what essentially UKIP votes 20 years ago were about GB news. That's what Brexit's about. That's what GB news is about. That's what there. And it's, it's not unfair. There is a segment of the population. Let me just pull a number out from my ass basically and say 15%, right? So, or 10% or whatever it may be. There's a certain percentage of the electorate who very, for a very long time hasn't been spoken to and when you haven't been spoken to and you're frustrated when your kids don't have good job opportunities or good education or whatever you turn to more let's say extremist um uh, uh i don't know more extremist views 
not even views, but more extremist options, right? More extremist parties or political, okay. yeah, views or, or what, what, what have you. So um, I think this report is important. I think it's important to highlight that there's a segment of the population that's not doing as well as everyone else, whether white, black, Asian, whatever. And in this case, they're poor white people who for very many years haven't done particularly well when it comes to education and, and education outcomes. So for a report to come out and say, we've I highlighted this particular segment which is underperforming um similar segments have all right you can say that the the, the term cottage industry is uh, by design meant to inflame tensions or catch at headlines or whatever but ultimately the point that they're making is that similar let's say poor working class non-whites may have more uh, opportunities, let's say, available to them. I reject. You're, you're the giving idea. them a lot. You're giving them a lot of credit. I reject them. the idea that this I, the, the, that that um, this concept of um, what's the catchphrase that they say white privilege um, is having a negative impact because the, the the term white privilege and and that kind of thinking is relatively new, um, whereas this this issue is is pretty old, right? And I think sometimes, given that we're all three guys from London. Um, given, yeah, we're all three guys from London, I think sometimes it's easy to look at these things from a fairly London-centric perspective where we have um, communities where, regardless of, of, of race, yeah, everyone's poor together. I don't know. Whereas man. if you go it's, to the north and some areas in the north, all the poor are white, basically, right? Here we have poor people who are black, brown, and, and white all living together, let's say. So for us, the issue is more poverty than it is maybe racial. Um, whereas if you're in Spatley and, and Ben or whatever, or who the fuck cares yeah. outside the M25, then, then, you know, you're going to think the issue has got to be more than just poverty. It could be also racial because you're seeing um, fucking all these footballers taking the knee and you're seeing uh, Black Lives Matter and defund the police and you're seeing attention on television and ads changing and mixed race families and this and that. And then you're hearing these fringe politicians on, 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 on Facebook and things tell you that's what the issue is, but blah, 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 right? But, but you're telling us what they are being fed with by politicians. What I'm speaking to is that if you go outside your fucking house, if you go outside of London, the reality couldn't be further from that. So you're giving the government or these people a lot of credit, given the fact that, as Johnny said, if it's 83% of this country is white, then it couldn't possibly, relatively speaking, be down to the fact that this small proportion of non-white pupils are getting the priority. It That doesn't even make sense on just basic But I don't think that's terms. what the report said, is it? I that's think the basically issue, what it said. I think the report was highlighting that this segment, the working class, so not just white, but specifically working class white people have poorer educational outcomes than everyone else. But going back to the point that you made about, and you are correct to say, obviously, that outside of London, poverty has a much more common skin complexion than it does but that's that is exactly why this narrative and this rhetoric works because there is a homogeneity of poverty as you said rich people in south london east london grow up poor white people latino jews grow up poor with black people they grow up poor with asian people south asian east asian they grow up poor with africans and caribbeans everyone grows up poor and there is a common understanding of cross-racial, interracial poverty that doesn't exist in areas where there is less immigration or fewer generations uh, of immigrants. And so 
it, it is exactly in these areas that blaming the other is a powerful narrative. 100%. And that is the pernicious angle of this report into this industry of subverting uh, white privilege in that it is targeted at areas where there is there is a very high chance and a powerful sell in 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 in, in victimizing well not victimizing in blaming the other even though the other haven't been in power for the last 10 years mm -hmm. and in fact the other have probably lost power yeah. and influence Ooh, over the sorry, last 10 the years other the other is, is people of color the other is people of color, communities of color, this cottage industry of people who argue against, uh, or in fact, it's not even that. Basically, what the, what the report effectively says is, is there's more resource that goes into helping working class kids of color than there is resource that goes into helping white working class kids, and that's wrong. And you think, oh, well, okay, um, maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's wrong. In fact, fuck it. Let's take you at face value and say that that's wrong. But working class people of color are not the fucking government. You are the yeah. government and you've been in power. You've been in charge of policy for 10 years. If anyone's responsible for white working class kids being ignored, it's you in government. It's not the charity and community organizers in Mile End. It's not the charity and community organizers in Manchester, in Birmingham, in Bradford, and all these areas that happen to cobble a bit of funding together for a youth club or a social center outside the city center. It's the government cutting funding to local communities, to re removing youth centres, removing Shore Start, removing I'd after say, school uh, clubs. I'd say this is apolitical. This is not really a political issue because... Um, no, it's entirely political. When I say a political issue, I mean a party politics because whether it's been a Labour government or a Conservative government, it's historically, it's working class. Whether it's white or non-white, it's what the, the working class that typically get fucked, right? So I don't think it's a, it's a case of easily just saying it's a conservative thing or it's a Labour thing. The reason these men started voting UKIP, the reason these men voted um, Brexit Party and, and Brexit itself and all the rest of it is because no one was speaking to them, both conservative and Labour and Lib Dem sure. and, and the political establishment as we see it, right? So... Just to highlight that point is just to say that I don't think or it's, because it's the UK is it's, an a, a, it's not a political party issue. Could be because the UK is racist as well. <laughs> yeah, it might be that. But to go back to Tommy's point, you have no power. You never have any agency when you're poor. Basically, when you don't have, when you don't in in a society like we live, and to the point that we started this, we all know ultimately money will drive better outcomes. Right, but again, to go back to the overarching point, it's not. White working class kids aren't underperforming because communities of color are organizing to combat their poverty. Yeah, no, no one's no, no one here argued that. Fine, but that's yeah. what that's basically what the report is getting at, right? Yeah. And that's wrong, and that's evil, and the blurring of the lines between Blair Labour and Cameron conservatism is effectively a single ideology, regardless exactly. of which exactly. political color um, the party in charge represents. Um, uh, I think it's awful. Uh, and actually, this is the kind of thing. This is the kind of thing. When people say that Britain is a racist country, it's the point that you made facetiously. When people say Britain is a racist country, it's not necessarily that everyone in the street calls you two the N-word when you're walking down the street. It's that a committee of parliament comes out with a report and says that communities of colour organising to combat their own poverty is or, the reason that white kids are poor. That is Or there's why no Britain. evidence of racism in the country, yeah. which was the report a month right? and a half. So that, I'm gonna these are examples. I'm going to reread this report because if the report does say that the reason, which I'm sceptical, 
And if, industry if it says has the built. reason, yeah, but that's a different argument. If it says that the reason for these white kids, work white working class poor children out, underperforming or having worse educational outcomes, is as a result of similarly poor non-white children getting more resources, then that's a kind of report that you can denounce and reject. But I don't think that's what it's saying. Yeah, like I read the report. For real, for real, for real. Um, and a quick little note on on what's been happening with regards to, to COVID and stuff. And I know Johnny gave you the story of, of his failed vaccination attempt Fucking number hell, one what a trip that was. today. Um, isn't it a bit strange that, again, following on from our conversation last time, we're doing more vaccinations, but the UK is, is, is literally on everybody's shit list and it's just like being closed off everywhere. Uh, Malta, Italy, Portugal have added UK arrivals to a 14-day quarantine list, which has had a personal, very personal impact oh on me, which I don't need to fucking get into because I'm still kind of crying about it. Thanks for the moral support, gents, who, who needs enemies. Um, <laughs> Should be more like... Isn't it strange that we like... We did all of this. We we went into lockdown. We shielded. Um, we 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 took all these vaccines um, to to protect the old people and and the vulnerable. Uh, and now they're the only people who are allowed to leave the house and get their tits out for the lads. Mm. It's annoying, isn't it? Mm. It's very annoying. So they can go to these places that you know they're still high risk, and you can still have COVID. You can still transmit it. But they can go off willy-nilly now to Portugal, to Malta, whatever. No problems. But the people who did it for them, we are fucked. Isn't it funny? It, it also explains why the average age to uh, WBS is so high. Um, at the moment, who you said? Bezos, yeah. Gates. I know. Cosby. Uh, yeah. yeah. That average age <laughs> is sky high because they're all double vaxxed. I'm telling you. Well, it's all, it's really That's a... why Johnny's rushing the, the, with the vax, right? Exactly. He, he, needs to go, he needs to get on that boat. <laughs> I'm going to get left behind by the by the 50-year-olds. But it's really an allegory of the structures of power because it's the 90s rave culture kids who are now basically in their 40s and 50s now run the government. We're like, well, let's just fucking vax each other and we'll be off to Ibiza. The kids can look after themselves. Go fuck them. China white baby. China white baby. Like in the 90s. <laughs> we, out, we out here. <laughs> Do you guys ever remember a show on Channel 5 when we were kids called The Tribe? No. Where no. there was like some... Uh, Sounds hella African. This is niche chat. Oh, mate, there was... Uh, sorry, I can't remember. But there was some disease that wiped out all adults oh, wow. in the world. And it was just kids remaining. Oh, my God. And they had to like, I guess, form into little tribes and gangs. And oh. it was all each man for themselves. You no, know, no, you no. remember this? No, Sounds no. like Clapton. <laughs> <laughs> in 2009. <laughs> yes. Circa now. Yes. Actually, right. it's quite now. You can, get, you can get a roast on Clapton Roundabout. It's quite mad chat. Don't lie. One bed's at 300 grand a year, yeah? What, 300? Mm. Not in Clapton, bro. <laughs> right. It is time. Actually, no, before we get on to relationship advice. Ooh. Really, really, really funny story. You guys remember when we uh, gave you the story of that artist who did the invisible sculpture. Oh, shit. Mm, oh, yeah, my dog. Ross, he hasn't, you, Rich hasn't even prepared us for this topic. Yeah, so I was... Prepped? I just I was, the word. Because so. this, this story has genuinely uh, rocked my world for much of this year. I decided to <laughs> touch base um, to see what was going on with this guy. Okay. Um, you wanted to see if the uh, the, the, the buyer had uh, received I delivery. Yeah, of I wanted this. to see how the invisible sculpture was getting on. <laughs> yeah. Turns out he's being sued. Oh, oh. for what? Salvatore Garu, man-like, 
um, who recently sold his intangible sculpture, um, is being sued by a Florida man, another artist, uh, a guy called Tom Miller, who says that he himself installed his own invisible sculpture in Bo Diddley Community Plaza in the state city of Gainesville back in 2016. That's actually where I'm from. I'm from Gainesville. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, he, he, he did it first and oh. is now taking Man Like Salvatore to court. So they are going Taking to- Taking it to court. Over what, bruv? They There's, are going there to is court. nothing. There's nothing They're... to sue. There's no art, bruv. What are you suing over? Copyright infringement. It's a dumb chat, bruv. Look, look. Copyright what? You can't we, copyright nothing. We have a quote from you Tom Miller. You can't we copyright nothing because I've already copyrighted exactly. it. <laughs> we, ha we have a quote from Tom Miller. Bruv. When I saw Garau's work, I thought, well, that's exactly my idea. I simply Your idea was what, bruv? Your idea was nothing. This is my chat, bruv. Johnny, you're, just, you're, 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 you're interrupting me. and I, I, I don't like your energy. I simply wanted that attribution. So I contacted him. He dismissed it away. And then I hired an Italian attorney. Oh, right. So, yes, uh, I'm going to keep you guys informed because this is this story. <laughs> this story just grows. This is like our first cross episode story. Mileage. Um, we'll be back on this later. But now we have some relationship advice. I think it's Johnny this week it who took the submission, vetted it, made sure that the person whose life we're about to fuck up Exposed. was happily... Um, in support of this. Uh, take it away, Johnny boy. Okay. My girl and I have been dating for about a year and a half now. Okay. It's getting uh, serious. To give a bit more context, she's white, 100% Spanish. Mm, venga. Uh, and I am Nigerian British. Uh, -uh. Hey. uh I had never met her parents because they live in Spain. Oh. Uh, and she's not super close to them. Oh, it's a shame that guest race is out of the question on this one. Yeah, sorry. Took the oh, suspense yeah. away from it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we went to visit after we were allowed to travel to the holiday home in Portugal. Oh, of course. This is a post-COVID thing, a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> um, we went initially for a week, mm. but after Portugal was put back onto the yellow list, I decided to work remotely from Portugal. It's just too close to home. My, yeah, well, it's quite a long way from Big home. Big up to the guy as, as well. Nicely working remotely from yes, Portugal. Yes, yes, uh, My girlfriend uh, is on gardening leave having just changed jobs. Very good. So the plan was to extend for a month. Makes sense. Um, after the first week, however, um, we had had quite a boozy evening going for dinner in town. <laughs> I know where this is going. Uh, we came back from the boozy dinner and decided that we'd had enough and wanted to go to bed. Oh, okay. Slap his ex. Uh, just before we were about to fall asleep, oh. my girlfriend remembered she had left her charger downstairs. Oh. She asked me to go and get it. Uh, I went downstairs and as I was approaching the kitchen, I heard her parents speaking. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure it. if they know how much Spanish I can speak, oh, God. but having dated her for a year and a half, I can just about get by in conversation. Basically, Shit. understands the word negro. Fuck. What's going there, isn't it? I heard they were speaking about me, and although her dad was being very positive, her mum 
said something along the lines of, he seems like a nice boy, but it would be better if he wasn't black. Her dad replied, it doesn't matter. She's not going to marry him. And I don't think they know that I was listening at any point. Oh, shit. Wait, wait. So that's what the dad said. The dad just said, it doesn't matter. She's not going to marry him. I went back upstairs Damn. with the charger and gave it to my girlfriend and fell asleep. I haven't mentioned it to her. I haven't mentioned it to her parents. What's wrong with you? I am now still in Portugal mm. with three weeks until we're due to go home. And a whole bunch of hot Portuguese women around you. Anyway. Not only am I sh not sure about staying here, it's put into question my relationship. Mm. I know my girlfriend isn't racist. Mm. <laughs> yeah, fucking well, 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 that's apple and tree and all that shit. Um, <laughs> but I'm very worried about her parents. Uh, I know she isn't particularly close to her parents, but I'm not sure that she would want to marry me without their say-so. What do I do? Boy, that wedding in Abuja is going to be sticky. 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 <laughs> but the one in Spain is going to be fuego. Oh, that one's okay. <laughs> um, where do you go, boys? I'm going to sit back and watch. I knew, I knew that's where this story was going to go. Due diligence. <laughs> due diligence in these situations is just so, so critical, man. Like... When you're with someone, potentially going to marry that person, you're marrying their the family. whole family. You're marrying bro. the family. Like, so you need to do the due deals. Um, in this situation, you said they've been together like a year and a half. Yeah. That's still enough time for you to be like, look. Yeah, before, before we carry on, can I just say thank you? Could we ask for the mandem oh, to yeah, submit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We asked oh, them. yeah, that's a good point. We thanks, asked for the mandem. Thanks for, the, thanks for being vulnerable thank with you, us. Thank you, my man, mm, for opening um, us. Thanks for being vulnerable <laughs> with us. Uh, I didn't even know if you were being serious when you said that. Sorry. I am. I made it sound not, unserious. I am. Now I'm laughing. Now I'm laughing. It's your This fault. is a safe space. Yeah, yeah it is. It really is. Um, for Anonymous space listeners. as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. The due diligence is like really, really, really tough. It's tough enough. Um, when you're Is this something either of you have experienced? No, never. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, I've been lucky enough in the situations where I've been with um, white women or non-black women haven't really had to face that. But you've always gone I've for gingers, also, so it's not like they can be racist. No, exactly, exactly. Hence the marginalized they, community. They've, yes. always, they've got to be careful with that shit, to be honest, just in general. But even sometimes when it's when it's same race or same culture. Have you ever dated a Caribbean girl? Uh, yes. Have her, have her parents stuck it on you for being She was obese been? and cheated on me. Ross. Yeah. Okay. Still not over that one. We were, I'm, uh, we were like 16. I'm worried now that the uh, that the <laughs> listeners aren't going to take this relationship advice stuff seriously. Why? Because uh, a couple of episodes ago, we told one of your exes to fuck off. And now, we're telling another no, one to start more beasting. She should have knew what she had at home. Right? <laughs> I don't know why she was... Anyway, she thought she had options, the bitch. As, as we um, learned on, on Love Island... Some people prefer hamburgers to steaks. Do you know what yes. I mean? Do you know what I mean? No, but, but for real though, um, the due diligence is very, very important. I feel for you, bro. Um, but that situation, I don't think that gets better over time. Ooh, yeah. They are old. And the worst type of racists 
are old racists. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the worst type of racist are Spanish racists, uh, which also worst... I wouldn't have argued against. <laughs> I mean, up there with the worst racists are old Spanish racists. <laughs> I mean, there's a book. You should get it. It's called What Are the Worst Type of Racists? They're up there. <laughs> They're up there, right? By Rich Eviadi. Yeah, exactly. En español también. So I'm not sure this gets any better for you. So my friend, if you're still in Portugal, bruh, they got Angolans in Portugal. Mm. They got Mozambicans in Portugal. Mm. They know about us darkies, yeah? So mm. if you take home an Anna, if you take home an Ernesta, or any of them ones there, it's going to be calm, isn't it? It's going to be calm. They're going to be used just to it, Just for the record, neither be... of those are her name. Or her name. just carry on working from home until Afro Nation, bro. <laughs> oh, That's round the corner, my G. Oga, just wait a little. <laughs> Tommy, what, Tommy, what would you do? Um... So before I would... Uh, have you ever experienced this? I, have, I haven't personally experienced it. Have you but, heard of anyone experiencing it? Uh, not really. But because... Yeah, not really. Okay. Um, it's but, a shock. I'm not going to lie. It's a yeah. shock. Yeah. It, well, it's not that shocking. But I've, not, I've not heard of it personally yeah. before. I would say that before I, g I gave out any advice to my Don, um, my Nigerian brother, mm. I would have to ask some questions first. Okay, right? what questions So one like of the things ask? that would be pertinent to know... Is how much do you like your parents? No, whether he actually likes the chick. <laughs> how much does he like the chick, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. Because you mentioned old racists and stuff like that. The beauty of old racists, they die at some point. <laughs> right? <laughs> so realistically, the question is, no. does he love her or does he have love for her? Yes. Right? Because if he's got love for her... He might as well just dip. It's not worth the aggro, my brother. Just just carry on working oh, from home boy. on that beach. Come August, Afro Nation, you'll be fine, right? Oh, it's been cancelled though. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very so, good. So uh, that's my advice to him if he's got love for her. Okay. If he actually loves her though, Right, and he's like, yeah, she's so perfect, like everything. Kind of stroking the mustache, all that kind of yeah, the mustache. <laughs> yeah. If if that's if that's how he feels that that she ticks bare boxes and he's bare happy with her, rah rah rah, then realistically, bond the parents. They don't live in the same country. They live in Spain. You man live in England or whatever. Fuck it. Like, if you're really, if he's like really loved up or whatever, year in, and he's like, yeah, oh, you know, she's not racist as he said or whatever, and and. I want to build my life with this chick. If that's the kind of has gas he's on, then I think this parenting isn't a huge deal. But, like, and he probably could also, if he's also on this thing for the long term with mm -hmm. this chick, then he should also probably bring it up. Be like, oh yeah, you know, the other day, rah, rah, rah. And it'll be also interesting to see her take on it, right? Yeah. The way she, the way she reacts. So, like if she's she horrified, she could also be, she, no, 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 she doesn't even have to G-check them. She could be like, oh yeah, you know, my mum's always been a bit like that. And or, like, just drop facts. Or mm. you can wait for breakfast the next morning. And then while they're doing a little kiki, kiki, kiki mm. in Spanish, he could just pop up with a few, two, two like Spanish sentences. Mm. But they didn't know with, he was there. With, with a bit of reverse racism. Yeah. And then just like go go back to eating his I like your idea. His, his toast. Gringos de mierda, porque estás siempre yeah. hablando mierda. And, li and then he's like, pass me the butter. <laughs> I like your idea, but the only um, uh, addition that I'd make is that he'd do it in Yoruba. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Just sit yeah. on that table loud. Spanish, Spanish, Spanish loud with it. Or Spanish, with Hausa, a, Spanish with a Yoruba accent would be quite funny. No, not even Spanish. Can in you, Yoruba. Can, you, no? can no. you try please? Just drop two, two words, white no. and, and things like this. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, come now. Say, hola, me gusta fútbol. 
Hola, me gusta. No, it's it's two accents that don't <laughs> that don't work together. No, no, I can't. No, do no, it. but you don't have to do it. You don't have to do Spanish in a Nigerian accent. Hola, You're just doing Nigeria. You're doing Yoruba. No, yeah. no, 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 no. We do want Spanish in a Yoruba. No, accent. no, because much. the whole point is that he's supposed to marginalize them back, bro. Uh, he's supposed <laughs> to sit on that table, make them feel real uncomfortable in his we'll Yoruba just accent. Yoruba. Just yeah, just just, yeah, just screwing <laughs> at that table. Nigerian now, fam. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, but what happens when they have like a sweet little kid? Later on down the line, and then Blanco mom, Blanco dad, call him like a little Negro mulatto. They what can call then? him whatever he wants. What He's gonna, the dad's going to call him Kalechi. Despite Negrito. them. It's actually not racist, but we're not going to get into the argument. <laughs> yeah, that's what Luis Suarez said, buddy. That's right. It's, it's cultural. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Cultural hey, mistranslation. Hey, you pipe down, <laughs> Blanco. <laughs> <laughs> He's also dropped you people a lot of times, too I realize, times, in all these times. pods. Johnny, what would you do? I think it was do? your people, I think. What would you advise my Don to do? I think you got. I think you got to front it. And you need to front her. You need to front her. What does that sure. mean exactly? His missus. To... You need to front. You need to. Be, you need to tell her this happened, and if she doesn't deal with her parents proactively, I think that's enough of a message. Hmm. I think if, if. What does that mean? What, so what, what, what her, would you look, like her to do? So I went downstairs. I went to go get the charger. And look, I was listening to your parents speaking, mm. and they said that they would. They would rather you be with someone who isn't black. If she doesn't immediately go off the handle. And go and G check her parents. She's not a keeper. Nah, dead. It's what she gonna do? G check her parents. They have parents, bro. What do you mean? G check um, her you know, parents. 100%. I guess someone. One of you said. I can't remember who, but it is also about how strongly the parents feel about that stuff. I think most parents who are nationalist or really, really love where they're from and have some kids love the idea of their kids getting with somebody from their own country, from their own culture. But some parents accept that maybe because of the city that they live in, maybe they've moved into somewhere a little bit more cosmopolitan, a little bit more diverse. That that's likely not to happen, right? Mm. So I guess it's G-checking, not as much. Maybe it's about going to the, or, or understanding from the missus how strongly her parents feel about this. Is it just something that they would prefer or is it something that they're going to be at quite obstructive um, does it in, make t- a in terms of progress? Does well, it, it make well, a it difference? Well, it does because, because to Tommy's point, you are marrying the family, but ultimately the maturity of the family is They'll quite important. They'll always rather you weren't black. But look, man. Yeah, that's, but that's, like that's, if you're seeing them once a year, who gives a fuck? That's their crutch. <laughs> But Wallah, if you're seeing them once a year at Christmas, how much do you fucking care? Like, you know, it's, it's been a year and a half. It's the first time he met them. Yeah, be because fair. of lockdown, though, to be fair. Yeah, so, right. like, who knows how regularly they'd link. But Well, he said they're not particularly close. Oh, okay. The then even better. Like, whatever. He'll see her parents. I don't need her to G-check no one. Long if time... I tell her and she reacts in a way where she's like, yeah, you know, sorry you had to hear that, rah, rah, rah. My mum's always had these kind of views or whatever. Or, All right, cool. Or, or my mum always wanted me to get with a Spanish Cool, but, yeah. But you're not that, and I want you. But I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Blessed. Then what? Yeah, so enough. I wouldn't worry about any of that. Like, it just ultimately, my my advice to him is look inwards, my G, and re- and 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 clock how much you like her, basically, mm. because that will dictate everything. If he's if she's just like a year and a half in, he's like, I'm not sure, la la la, it's all airy fairy. Then sack it off, mate, and, and move you on. and you 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 should you should, have, you should have listened to your own mother. Go and find yourself a nice Igbo woman. Uh-huh. You have you don't have no such problem. <laughs> Spanish what? <laughs> 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 She's Spanish. Eh? What about Kemi down the road? <laughs> Good girl. She goes to church with me. Good girl, Kemi. You went. You went to Spain. Hey. To find your wife. Hey. My my grandkids they be Spanish. I be place. <laughs>
Jollof with paella. <laughs> Jollof and shrimp. Hi. Good luck, buddy. Yeah, it's a sticky one still. I, t- I don't know. I, th- I all right, so, all right. so what's your uh, one-liner? Your one-line view, please. My one-liner is, if you love her, minor. Okay. Ebony and ivory stay together in Spanish harmony. That's my take. It's been pretty harmonic this episode. Yes, there's quite a lot of singing. Mm. There's quite a lot of singing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rich. But he's just got things he wants to get off his little chest. It's basically. Little, little chest. chest. <laughs> what? It's me, it's, me little. Doing, it's me doing the peck move. <laughs> He's a little nibble there by for a, uh, Abby Adi. For a man who has literally released a song titled She's No Alicia Dixon, he is no Terry Crews. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. But that's not. Nah. A few are. Quiz, anyway. Quiz time, baby. Hey. Mm. That is true. We are here. We are here. It's another one of our quizzes that mm-hmm. focus on the lovely news stories we didn't get a chance to get to get your calculators out they get your calculators out formats always the same five i actually prefer the notes app because then i can write down my numbers five questions all all answers are numbers give me the cumulative total of all your answers at the end play along at home all right wait play someone's, someone's calling me and i need them to stop calling me all right now they've stopped calling me i can load up my thing okay just for the record all right we're one one between the two of you yes yeah 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 so this is important. This is to take the lead. Let's go again. Are you ready? Or? We are hey. ready. Okay. First question. This is one actually uh, a nice, uh, everyone's favorite royal. So a statue this week was unveiled by Prince Harry and uh, Prince William. Yes. At Kensington Palace. Didn't they look cute together? Yes. Mm. To mark what would have been Princess Diana or Diana Princess of Wales's 60th birthday. Mm. I don't know if you've seen the sculpture, but it's of Diana and a couple of children. Yes. Mm. How many children are portrayed in this statue? Got him. Put your numbers down. It looks like both of you put that down pretty quickly. On to the next one. London continues to be the most expensive part of the country in which to buy a house. With the average price now at 491000 687 pounds. So basically just shy of 500k. Just to put that in perspective. Fucking A. With a 10% mortgage, what's that? Uh, 50k. So that leaves four. So you need to be making 90 grand a year, hmm. basically, to get lending of five against five times your income. Fucking plus a 50k hell. in cash to <sighs> buy a, to buy an average place in London at the moment. Jesus. But anyway, so uh, that was the uh, thing. London was also the region with the lowest annual growth for the fifth consecutive month, right? Wow. To the, uh, to the nearest whole number, to the nearest whole number, what was the annual growth percentage for the year, 20, uh, for, for the year ending uh, April 2021? To the nearest whole number. So I don't want any decimal places, oh, for basically. Fuck's sake. Cool. For London, GDP growth is 2021. Not GDP, annual house price growth. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, 2021. What, is the, what was the nationwide average? Uh, I'm, I'm What's all these that. extra questions? Can you I just can you just calculate? That. Please put a number. But what you do know is that the average, uh, the most expensive uh, region in the country is London, and the average house price in London is just under five hundred k. So I want to know what growth it's seen in the last year in percentage terms. Okay, I'll give you the answers to the other regions in the answers. Thank you very much. Mm. All right, question number three. As we touched on on the last pod, 
Love Island has returned to our screens on Monday. Can I just say the most clapped season of all time? It's dead. So far, it's a little, yeah. Anyway, to the nearest million. Free Shannon. Yeah. No, no, Barn Shannon. I like the way she went. No, I don't. No, no. I don't like you. I don't like you for that. But we'll talk about this. In fact, I was so gassed. Anyway, what's like, wrong with this guy? I feel like that's racist. We'll talk about on. this. So, so anyway, Love Island's returned, yeah? Uh, to the nearest million, how many viewers, on average, did this seri- season uh, series launch attract? Series launch? Yeah, as in the first episode, right? So, to give you perspective on this, if, the, if you believe every single person in the country watched it, so 60 million people, your mm-hmm. answer to this would be 60, right? <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. Just to, Thanks, Tommy. Yeah. I don't want you Cheers. at the end to be like, yeah, my answer is uh, 7 million and 40. No, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows of you, man, innit? <laughs> oh, it's us. Yeah. So, all right. Next. You man done, yeah? Let's yeah. go. So again. we move to international news now. Oh. Johnny's hero, Donald Rumsfeld, died on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, pagan. At the ripe old age of 88. Condolences, bro. This is why I don't believe in karma, innit? There's people living fine out here. Like you man don't have 88, a, like bro. you man don't have ownership of Colin Powell in the same administration. He's another one. What, Dave Chappelle someone? gave him away no, in, the, in the racial and draft. Rice. Yeah, yeah. No, gave, no, he gave them away. I think yeah, both Colin Powell's definitely draft. white in the in the draft. Yeah. he gave him both. And literally born in Jamaica. And what did he call her? Condoleezza Rice. He gave her, no, no, no. He gave her a funny name in this kit. No, con- <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. So uh, Donald Rumsfeld died at 88. Yeah. A man upon whom I'm sure history is unlikely to be forgiving. Mm. He served twice as U.S. Secretary of Defense. Mm-hmm. How many total years did he serve in this role? Ooh. Got him. All right. On to the next one. Mm-hmm. This is your fifth and final question. Slightly out of left field, but it's based on some research that I was doing recently. Did you read this? How many cities do you think in the United States has a population of over 1.5 million people? Wow. What a question that is. That's a great question. Just a number there for you, man. However many cities you think there are in the US that have more than 1.5 million people. Put that answer down. Add it to the other four numbers that you have. Abby, Addy, you're closest to me, so I'll look at your phone for an answer. Okay, uh, Johnny, you can vocalize your answer first. Uh, my answer is 42. Mm. And you, Mr. Abiyadi? 51. Mm. So, so should I just give you the answer or should we go through the answers? So you no, can no, see no, we where need to are. know who wins first, God damn it. And your answer was what, sorry? 51. And yours was 42. 42. So, given... That this was Wait, hold on, hold on. I need to add up again. Oh, here oh, we fuck. No, you're, you've this. submitted yeah, 40, your 40, answer. 40, yeah, 40, yeah. 40, 40, 40. So given that this was obviously our 20th episode, the answer's 20, ladies and For gentlemen. fuck's sake. Shame. <laughs> Shame. So man like Johnny Vivas is 2-1 up. That's right, baby. So here are your answers. Here That's are your right, baby. Yeah, for everyone who wants to know. Prince Harry and Prince William unveiled a statue with Princess Diana. With three children. Oh, yeah. I put two. So there were three kids. It was kids. three. Yeah, there were three kids. One of them looked a bit hidden from the angle. Uh, oh. But look it up again. Three. Three little had, ones. She only had two, though. Yeah, so they, they weren't meant to they represent her, her kids. kids. They were meant to represent... Why? 
So there's a little black boy. Well, William. And well, Harry you can't tell them. race in the fucking statue. Yes, you can. They're, they're all, got, yes, you we, yes, can. you can. We've got features. Don't let them tell you otherwise. I see color. <laughs> what in a bronze statue? <laughs> it's not yes. even bronze. It's green. It's a green statue. I see color. So, so when they commissioned the statue of their mother in 2017, so this this has been in the works for fucking time. Yeah. They said that they hoped that visitors would find the place to reflect on her life and her legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in the Sunken Garden, which sits in London's Kensington Gardens next to Hyde Park, which will be open to the public to visit for free from today. Let's go. So reach as you wish. We stand a revenge dress queen. Absolutely. Mm. Number two, yeah, about London's house prices. Yeah. So the ONS, ONS data found that UK average house prices across the UK rose 8.9%. That's across the UK. Jesus. Um, which was down from 9.9 the month before, right? It's just not sustainable. It's uh, in the UK, the answer for London, the answer that you boys were looking for was three. Oh, I went for four. Oh, yeah, I went for two. The, an- the answer was 3.3. We two. saw 3.3% growth in London. Two. Interesting. Um, in England as a whole, we saw 8.9%, taking the average price to 268 grand. In Wales, they saw a 15% increase. Taking Shout them to out. 185 grand. In Scotland, you can buy a, a, an apartment for a packet of crisps, 160 grand, and, uh, and so forth and so forth. So, next, uh, Love Island. So, interestingly, Love Island's obviously up against the Euros and Wimbledon. Yep, yep. So, they actually had the lowest ever audience. Okay. Uh, what answers did you guys do? I did two for two million. Two million, yeah. What did you go for? Went for nine million. Yeah. What? Mm. So, so, the answer's actually spot on, too. Oh, uh, so it's two point four million, two point four seven million viewers. Too. Yeah. Mm. So the previous season opener in twenty third in twenty nineteen had attracted three point three million. Oh wow, well off. The show, which attracts more than twelve million pounds in sponsorship deals, Jesus. commands a hundred thousand dollar per a hundred thousand pounds per advertising slot. Wow. So it's a money earner for obviously the ITV. Yeah, big time. In case you guys were wondering, obviously it was up against the football, and this is why football genuinely makes money. France, Switzerland was seen by seven and a half million people. Of course. Peaked at the penalty shootouts at ten and a half million. Of course. All right, on to the next one. Man like Donald. Can I just ask you two a question before Go on. we move on? Uh, what do you both guess the viewing figures for England versus Germany were? Do you know the answer? Or yeah, are we all guessing? I know it. All right. Do you want to go first? 12 million. Yeah, I'd go higher even. 15, 18. 20.84 million. Wow. Which was um, basically second only in the last couple of years to the World Cup semi-final against Croatia in 2018. The lead up to it was The biggest of all time is the the World Cup final in 66, which is about 36 million. But anything over 20 million is basically mad these days. And that's UK specific. So who else knows we're watching in Germany and the rest of the world? All right, on, on to our, or oh, on to Johnny's good friend, Mr. Donald Ronfeld. Um, <laughs> Uncle Don. Uncle Don, yeah. He served for a total of seven years. Oh. So this is probably where you guys got thrown off, right? Yeah, I did 27. 27 years. What the years fuck? He was 88, I don't know. Yeah, and you? Do you know? How, what did you have? 12, I went for 12. 12 years. So he served, obviously, as a Secretary of Defense from 1975 to 1977. How do you under, think the US administrations work? Yeah, under Gerald Ford. And then again, from 2001 to 2006, under George W. Bush, bro. His name will likely 
forever be associated with the biggest military fiasco in U.S. history, i.e. the Iraq, the invasion of Iraq in 2003, um, in the pursuit of non-existent weapons of mass destruction, alongside the use of torture, allegedly. Yes. I don't want to be sued there. Yes. But uh, the final question about the U.S., what are your answers? I did. How I, many I cities? I can't remember. I did. How I many cities over a million and a half? Yeah. I, did like, I think I did between 12 and 18. I can't remember mm. the number. I did 15. So interestingly, the number's five. Oh, wow. There are five U.S. cities. Wow. New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston, and Phoenix. Not Washington. That have a population of wow. over one and a half million people. Wow. I would, I would have put like... Miami, it caught me by surprise. Seattle. Yeah, it caught me by surprise as well. Uh, by contrast, Europe has 16 cities. Wow, okay. Over one and a half and China? Million. Africa has 31 cities. Oh, very good. And uh, China, if you're willing to be extremely conservative, has 25. Yeah, that makes right? sense. So this doesn't include the six cities in Taiwan that have yeah. over one and a half million people. Yeah. It doesn't include now, Hong can we Kong. we not get the fucking CCP onto our podcast? Yeah, it doesn't in- involve Hong Kong. It doesn't include, like, and it's limiting a lot of their cities to their proper city limits and mm. not the metropolitan areas. Otherwise, they'd have like 40 cities yeah, that yeah. have over and a million and a half. So that's what, kind of what I was benchmarking off. I was yeah. going off China having 25 to 30. And that's why it's so interesting, right? Where, whereas even in Europe, wow. we have 16 cities. They have only five. Jesus. So there you go, boys well, and girls. Look, um, Johnny takes a two-one lead. That's two in a row for Johnny after well done, after Abiadi won the first. Well win done, is win. Mate. Win is win. Well, well is done, mate. Can't tell you. Well done. Well done. It's just a bit of good luck for you there. You got a few of those answers wrong, but it's okay. Yeah, I got fewer. Than, um, uh, and I don't know. I, I got fifty-one. You did forty-two. The answer was what 20? twenty. Yeah. I, mean, was, I don't know if that's cause for much celebration. I mean, I lost the scheme of things, less than you did. Exactly. So, so I won. No, it's fine. So do, it's two-one. Do you? I like that you're taking this one a little worse because Johnny took the first defeat really badly, uh, and you took your first one like I'm like right. a champ. I'm but right. now I like this. this is, no, I, <laughs> I just don't like the celebrations. He's doing like the Faustino Aspria celebration in my face. I'm doing the Bebeto and allow it. Allow it. He rediscovered his chest. Yes. But yeah, this has been an absolute pleasure as always. 20, 20, 20, 20 episodes in. We are here. It feels like a milestone. Thank you for everybody who's been locking in, who's been listening, who's been spreading the word. I did a post yesterday which was like 10,000 streams across all platforms. Amen. I realized that I was actually wrong and it's closer to 15,000. So thank you. streams up, baby. Yeah, so thank you to absolutely everybody who's listening to us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Amen. SoundCloud, who are spreading the word. Um, I've been going through a lot of shit in the last week, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are actually going to take a slight intermission, a little break. So we'll see you uh, in a few weeks' time. Sending all our love to all of our listeners. Amen. We'll speak to you guys soon. Stay blessed, stay well. And if you want, stay vaccinated. Much Amen. love. Love y'all.